0: MIDI clinicians are menopause experts, offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. 323
1: to 55. Adam Young, 1955. Okay. Welcome back, folks. We're going to start doing cases as well. So the first case we're going to be looking at is Ross versus State. It's using the defense of abandonment. This attempted rape case arose in the appeal of Sammy Ross from the ten-year sentence opposed on July seventh, nineteen eighty-eight. Here are the facts: Dorothy Henley. Not her real name, and a seven-year-old daughter lived in a trailer on a gravel road. Henley was alone at home and answered a knock at the door to find Sammy Ross asking directions. Henley had never seen Ross before. She stepped out of the house and pointed at the house of a neighbor who might be able to help him. When she turned back around, Ross pointed a handgun at her. She ordered her into the house. He ordered her into the house, told her to undress, and shoved her onto the couch. Three or four times, Ross ordered Henley to undress and once threatened to kill her. Henley described herself as frightened and crying. She attempted to escape from Ross and told him that her daughter would be home from school at any time. She testified, I started crying and talking about my daughter. That was at uh, that I was all she had because her daddy was dead. He said if I had a little girl, he wouldn't do anything. For me just to go outside and turn my back. As instructed by Ross, Henley walked outside behind her trailer. Ross followed and told her to keep her back to the road until, she, until he had departed. She complied. Henley was able to observe Ross in her sunlit trailer with the door open for at least five minutes. She stated that she had an opportunity to look at him and remember his physical appearance and clothing. Henley also described Ross's pickup truck, including its color and make. In 1987, on December 21st, a Union County grand jury indicted Sammy Ross for the attempted rape of Henley, charging that Ross did unlawfully and feloniously attempt to rape and forcibly ravish the complaining witness, an adult female. On June 23, 1988, the jury found Ross guilty. On June, July 7, the court sentenced Ross to 10-year term. Ross timely filed a notice of appeal. The issue, the primary issue, is whether sufficient evidence presents a question of fact as to whether Ross abandoned his attack as a result of outside intervention. Ross claims that the case should have gone to the jury only on a simple assault determination. Ross asserts that it was it was not Henley's resistance that prevented her rape nor any independent intervening cause or third person, but the voluntary and independent decision by her assailant to abandon the attack. The state, on the other hand, claims that Ross panicked and drove away hastily. What's the reasoning? Well, Henley told Ross that her daughter would soon be home from school. She also testified that Ross stated if Henley had a little girl, he wouldn't do anything to her and to go outside the house and turn her back. The trial court instructed the jury that it found that Ross did not did any overt that if that if it found let me repeat that. The trial court instructed the jury that if it found that Ross did any overt act with the intent to have unlawful sexual relations with the complainant without her consent and against her will, then the jury should find Ross guilty of attempted rape. The court further instructed to the jury, before you can return a verdict against the defendant for attempt and rape, you must be convinced from the evidence and beyond a reasonable doubt that the defendant was prevented from completing the act of rape or failed to complete the act of rape by intervening extraneous causes. If you find that the act of rape was not completed due to a voluntary stopping, then you must find the defendant not guilty. The court has held that lewd indecent suggestions coupled with physical force constituted sufficient evidence to establish intent to rape. Attempt consists of an intent to commit a crime, a direct ineffectual act toward it, and a failure to consummate consummate its commission. Now, the Mississippi statute required that the third element, failure to consummate, result from extraneous Causes where the assailant released his throat hold on the unresisting victim and told her she could go after, which a third party happened on the scene. This court has held that the jury could not have reasonably ruled out abandonment. In comparison, this court has held that where the appellant's rape attempt failed because of the victim's resistance and ability to sound the alarm, the appellant cannot establish an abandonment defense. In another case, the defendant did not voluntarily abandon his attempt, but instead fled after the victim. A hospital patient pressed the nurse's buzzer. A nurse responded and the victim spoke the word help. The court concluded the appellant ceased his actions only after the victim managed to press the buzzer, alerting the nurse. In another case, the court properly sent the issue of attempt to the jury where the attacker failed because the victim resisted and freed herself. Thus, abandonment occurs with no physical resistance or external intervention. The perpetrator changes his own mind. At the other end of the scale, a perpetrator cannot claim that he abandoned his attempt when, in fact, he ceased his efforts because the victim or a third party intervened or prevented him from furthering the attempt. Somewhere in the middle lies a case. Where the victim successfully sounded an alarm, presenting no immediate physical obstacle to the perpetrator's continuing the attack, but sufficiently intervening to cause the perpetrator to cease his attack. So what did make Ross leave? According to the undisputed evidence, he left because he responded sympathetically to the victim's statement that she had a little girl. He did not fail in his attack. No one prevented him from completing it. Henley did not sound an alarm. She successfully persuaded Ross of his own free will to abandon his attempt. No evidence shows that Ross panicked and drove away hastily, but rather the record shows that he walked the complainant out to the back of her trailer before he left. This is not to say that Ross committed no criminal act, but our only inquiry is whether there was sufficient evidence to support a jury finding that Ross did not abandon his attempt to rape. The holding? ross raises a legitimate issue of error in the sufficiency of the evidence supporting his conviction for attempted rape because he voluntarily abandoned the attempt this court reverses so you can see the defense of abandonment there actually worked for him in this case and you saw clearly why nothing intervened there weren't any extra causes it wasn't failure to consummate the victim didn't stop him he made a decision his own free will. And as as this case says, it wasn't that he didn't commit a criminal act, it just wasn't the act that he was being convicted of. Interesting story. Thanks for listening.
0: It's true that some things change as we get older, but if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone.